You're listening to the Morning Joe Ranch Show. I dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. I got a little, one's a less of a rant and the other one's a little bit of a rant, but I'm going to start with the non-rant. So loneliness, loneliness first being alone. My daughter the other day, um, let me first start off with this little story. My daughter's been through a lot the last year and a half, not even including COVID. Um, her mom got diagnosed with a terminal um, sickness about she originally had a diagnosis for sickness about a year and a half ago that changed about nine months ago to a terminal sickness um but my daughter doesn't know it turned terminal she still thinks mommy can get better and she's going to get healthy and right now my ex is just on a treatment plan to prolong life um and she's doing a great job of it and everything and so we decided to not tell my daughter the extent of it, but she does know mommy's got a mommy's got a sickness. In doing so, that happened before COVID. Then COVID hit. March happened, and at the end of March, um, a dog that my ex and I shared together for eleven years had to be put down. Um, that was my daughter's. You know, my daughter grew up with her whole her whole life. She, my daughter's now like uh, over eight and a half years old. Then uh, we also had a cat. And the cat came with me in the divorce um, because my ex was kind of allergic to him. So I took him in. He was a great cat. We had to put him down in about, I think it was like like June. Add on the COVID stuff, you know, my kid's pretty resilient, man. She's been through a lot of shit. Um, and I'm proud of her. I'm sh- Like all parents are proud of their kids. Um, so recently, she's a part of a group that helps kids understand what my what my ex-wife is going through and this group is awesome she loves it she made some really cool friends through it so it's a really good support group for her so she's learned a lot she's probably aged as in wisdom wise you know twice her age understanding what really life is and most of us don't go through that you know my parents don't have any real sicknesses you know, my dad's got heart problems, but that's choices of his eating habits and stuff. <laughs> but like, I still have my parents and they're they're healthy for the most part, you know, as in like, they're still here. There's no underlying sicknesses. So my daughter's been through a shit ton. I'm proud of her and I love her to death. Um, so recently she decided to write a book and I said, sure, of course, you know, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta do it. Do what you feel is right. So She's got these chapters and they're like broken up into little paragraphs though. So like really only a chapter is like a paragraph, but she's calling it a chapter. And I said, that's fine. You do it. You you do you. So like her first chapter is just called life. And she just explains about life stuff. And then her second one's about bullies, second chapter. And her third chapter is about loneliness. And she's doing really good, actually. She's writing and I'm like, it's pretty good. Like for, for an eight and a half year old, I'm like, good job, you know? So the loneliness chapter, she goes, Dad, I have a question. I'm like, sure, what's up? And she's like, what's the difference between loneliness and being alone? And I said, okay, that's a great question. Well, 
I'm like, a, a simple definition of it is loneliness is a feeling. Being alone is a situation. She kind of looks at me and I'm like, I know, I know. That's a simplified version and it's still confusing. I'm like, so loneliness is when you, it's like I said, I explained to her is you could be by yourself and be lonely. You could be with a group of people and be lonely. It doesn't matter. It's a feeling inside of you that you just feel like nobody understands you. Nobody's listening to you. Nobody cares about you. You feel alone. You feel isolated internally. It's an inside thing. I'm like, being alone is a situation. I'm like, when you go back to your mom's house, I'm at the house by myself alone because we no longer have the cat buster anymore. I'm like, I'm alone here. Am I lonely? I said, not necessarily. I miss the death out of you. I miss my friends and family. But I'm not alone, or I'm, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. And she goes, well, why aren't you lonely? And I said, well, loneliness is a feeling. And I said, it's okay to feel loneliness, because so, we all do it, but that you have to understand that other people experience it every single day. Billions of people experience it every single day. They, they feel lonely. And she's like, well, how do you not feel alone? How do you not feel loneliness then? I said, well, this is where, you know, and I'm like, daddy doesn't, you know, I always am learning something. And I always tell my daughter, if you're bored, this is the best time to create something. It's the best time to be creative. It's the best time to learn things. Being bored is the best thing you could ever be. Same thing with, sometimes it's similar to loneliness. If you're lonely, it's a feeling. And it's the time that you need to take to work on yourself. And listen, I am not some self-help guru guy. Like, I, I don't, this is stuff that I've had to learn after my divorce, after relationships, after, you know, many things in life. But loneliness is a feeling and you could get past it. It's not easy, but it's also not hard. It's a choice. So with loneliness, I like to chalk it up to my butt, one of my very dear friends that I do a lot of music stuff with said this to me recently about about a year ago. He and I were talking and we we both experienced stuff in our lives growing up with our parents. And he said, you know, it's funny how some people put life as these checklists and that like you check things off as you go as you go through like, okay, well, you know, got them through high school. All right. Got them through college. All right. Milestones hit, you know, you know, or take it even earlier, you know, potty training, check, uh, you know, learning how to eat by themselves, check, learning how to drive, check. It's like these checklists compartmentalized and there's no emotion behind them or feelings behind them. So why I'm bringing this up is it's similar to loneliness. So when we compartmentalize and list these things down, we make it seem like we're going to hit this point where we ultimately succeed in life. Well, that's not how life works. We have a long life. Most of us do. Um, you know, and for people like my ex who have a deadline, you know, they they don't have a checklist. You know, she she may have a checklist as in like things she wants to do. But that checklist just keeps growing and she's still growing as a person and as an individual, even if she's dying, because let's be honest here, 
we are all hitting the end point of death. When we are born, we're eventually going to die. And that's not, this is kind of like a stoic philosophy of, um, um, stoic philosophers talk about this. It's, it's that you see death. Death is always there. So loneliness is similar as in it's a feeling and you can change that feeling. And if you're going to checklist your life and compartmentalize it, which is okay if you do that, when you hit those milestones, you're eventually going to hit a milestone and be like, well, I don't want to learn anything anymore. That's when you start to get lonely or bored or you start to go down those rabbit holes. You should never, ever, ever want to stop growing in life with mentally, physically, um, or not, yeah, physically maybe, but emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, you should always be trying to achieve your best version of yourself. And so loneliness is a feeling as in you're not moving forward with your life. You're waiting for somebody to fulfill something that that you should be able to fulfill. Now, this isn't saying you don't want someone in your life, you know, I'm single. I, of course, want somebody in my life. But I have been with people before my marriage, after my marriage, that made me feel extremely lonely when I was with them as a, as an, in a relationship. And my daughter asked me this stuff, too. She said, you know, did you ever feel lonely in a relationship? And I'm like, yeah, of course. You know, with certain friends that I don't hang out with anymore, with, you know, certain women that I used to date, you know, all this stuff. We all experience it. So, Loneliness does not just mean that you are alone. You can be alone and still feel wealth with abundance of love. And I have an amazing support group. I have amazing friends. Some of them listen to this podcast. I love you guys. Um, some of them are my family. I love them. You know, and and politics aside, I don't give a shit. You people, you know, those people are there for me to make me feel where even though I'm alone in my home, I never feel alone as an individual. Now, I do get lonely sometimes. And when I do, I realize the amount of stuff that I do in my life, music. I have like four fucking podcasts, which is ridiculous. It's stupid, but I have a blast doing them. And none of them, the other three are nothing like this. Um, but that's where loneliness is. I just keep learning stuff and I keep wanting to grow. Same thing. Like I have one buddy who me and him talk crypto and life stuff, but like we really are into crypto and learning about crypto has opened up my eyes to like the political system, the financial system. Then it takes me down. Sometimes the rabbit holes are bad. <laughs> Sometimes they're good though. So that's where, like, for me, it's always evolving and always learning. And if we stop growing and stop learning, this is where the political divide comes in. It's, it should be we want to attain as much knowledge. And we have the ability at our fingertips right now with computers. So anyway, this tangent went off for a long time for, with my daughter because I have another thing I want to talk about. But um, loneliness versus being alone are two separate things. One's a feeling, one's a situation. You can fix both of those. You can. It's not a person that's going to fill up your cup. You have to fill up your cup. You always have to fill up your cup. You, I, I don't want to be with someone that I have to fulfill their need of not being lonely. I want to be with someone that's cup is full and they want to spread their cup with me and vice versa. I want to spread my full cup with them and exchange the ideas and exchange and bring together those 
Because if two people are full and, and happy, and you're not always happy, there's times where you're lonely. There is. But if you fill your cup up with knowledge and understanding and growth and keep going with it, you learn so much. And I think that's the key to being loneliness versus being alone. So I hope that helps some people. I know that was kind of a long-winded tangent, but I think it was really important and I thought it was a good thing with my daughter explaining it to her. The other thing I kind of want to talk about, which is a really dark nihilistic side, um, is honestly the collapse of America. Today's election day. Um, Again, I'm not going to get into who's worse than who and vice versa. It is a very scary time in American history for for uh, for all Americans, not because of who's going to get office, who's in office or any of that shit. Really, in all honesty, this is a turning point where a lot of people aren't realizing the overall situation of the dark times ahead. Um, And you could be prepared for the you know, you could hope for the hope for the you could hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. And that's what I do. But hope is a, is a scary thing in itself because if you self just rely on hope, you're not allowing yourself, again, the growth of understanding to trust yourself, um, to believe in yourself. So there was an article that came out. I, I might attach this, but it, was, it says, Scholars warn of collapse of democracy as Trump versus Biden election looms politics. And... I read the article and it's from like 80 different scholars and some of them say we're heading to fascism. Some of them say, no, they don't believe that. I can attach this to the podcast. You guys can get your own opinion. To me personally, I'm just going to give a really quick sum up of stuff for me. Sure, FDR was great, but moved us farther from democracy. He might have been the father of the New Deal. But he also built, he also built a mili- uh, military-industrial complex. He saved capitalism as a key movement. Then JFK, LBJ, and Nixon dehumanized half the world in the name of capitalism, defying it, actively waging war so- solely on its behalf. The economy came to be prioritized above human, de- above human decency. Then Reagan declared the capitalist economy the only real concern. Regard for human life was as was an impediment and was viewed as not a priority at all. And every president since decided to excuse active harm to Americans for the sake of profits and move the interests of the people into the into the enemies list. All life has ceased to be a priority. Even internal stability and homeland security is backburned to increasingly destructive consequences. Profit is the only priority. Money is the only good. Our economy, our system, is at the brink, literally at the brink. And it's not because of Trump. It's not because of Biden. You know, one of my one friend that I talk crypto with, um, I love him to death. Uh, we talked about this a little bit and the naiveness of some people. And we're not we're not mad at people for not understanding what we're trying to say. And he, he doesn't listen. I'm, I'm not speaking for him, but we talk about stuff and I'm sometimes more extreme, I think. And, and he doesn't judge me for that. Um, but 
we kind of talk about this stuff and people in our life really aren't prepared. And it's scary to me to think that like, guys, this thing is, this is, this like, this day of reckoning has been coming for quite a while. This, this virus we got was the thing that just sped it up by about a decade. And fascism, you know, all this shit, it, you can think whatever you want to think, but the system itself is not sustainable. And this has been going on for decades. And I really hope more people start to understand that we could be divided as much as you all want to be with this election day looming. And it, and it, it almost feels like a calm before a storm to me. Like, I cannot believe we're at this dividing point on both sides that we have to worry about riots and looting on either side losing. And you're talking to a guy who believes in revolution and believes the system needs to change. But it has to change with the majority of the people. And the majority of the people are the ones that aren't going to be protesting, rioting, and looting. The majority of the people are the poor, the, the working, and the middle class. You know, and we're going to see division in really ugly ways. And I think we have to keep a level head of understanding. There are fringe groups on both sides. Both sides. They are the outliers. Don't let those, re- don't let those represent what the majority of people really feel right now. I think that's been my biggest concern is that we can sit and point fingers that Antifa on the left and the extreme Trump supporters on the right, those are really small groups of people. There are good people in the midst of all that in the middle that look overall at the situation as a shit show in general. So if that's the only hope I can offer, that's the only hope. But I think people really need to understand and be prepared. This thing is not going to be pretty in the long run. And that's my feeling on this whole situation. I probably won't talk too many politics on this podcast that much anymore just because I've already said my piece, you know, on both sides. And until both sides start to hold their own sides accountable, it's never going to change. So that's why I said in my last one, Hold, your, hold yourself and the people that you align with accountable. Call out the bullshit. You'd have less division if you did. Anyway, that's going to be my podcast for today. I hope everybody has a safe election day. I feel like it's the fucking purge. I swear to God, it's so weird. Anyway, I love you all. Y'all have a good one. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc. Bringing your business to the future, connectgo.com.